What's up, everybody? This is Dallin Canlan. We are back with you today, episode 10, Be Kind on the Battlefield of Life. So I remember hearing this quote probably in my teenage years, and the quote goes, Be kind to everybody, for everyone you know is fighting a difficult battle. And that's a quote that just really makes me think and makes me feel really thankful for the life that I do have, you know? We all have different talents, we all have different abilities, we all come to this life with different circumstances and different things, different opportunities, different life circumstances, different family circumstances, you know? All that kind of helps us out with getting on the battlefield of life, and some people, it's a little bit more difficult sometimes. They might have a little bit less support, and I like to say just be kinder than you feel And also just treat people better than you think they'll be treated. Like the person at McDonald's doesn't expect to be treated like a king or queen, but you can still treat them with respect. You can still be kind to them and help them feel better. And I learned this when I was on my mission trip. There would be, I'd be walking with my missionary companion. We'd see these ladies and they'd have this nice hair or they'd have this nice earring and I would compliment them. And they'd just say thanks. And we'd keep, I, we'd walk, you know, we'd cross paths and that was it. And I just had this thought, like, maybe that was the very first person this entire day that somebody complimented them on their hair. And it looks great, but maybe to them it doesn't because we can be our own worst critics. I wanted to share a couple little experiences that changed my perspective on being kind on the battlefield of life. And I wanted to share a couple of tips that I hope will help you guys to be more kind, and to just see things that you might not be seeing right now and to reach out to the people that you might not be reaching out to right now. Really quick, just a little analogy, I guess. I just really love this idea of like the crossroads. There's some people I've met in my life that I only met them like once, but you just just treat it really like it's something special because it is. And then maybe your paths don't cross again, but Maybe because you reached out to them, they want to stay in touch with you or whatever because of that crossroads. And there's crossroads every day. There's people that I met today that (laughs) I don't know if I'll see them again, you know. And after I record this podcast, there'll be people. I'm going to go hang out with a friend. And so I I just try to always be open to that, meeting new soldiers, new infantrymen or, or whatever, people that might be struggling, people that might be wounded on the battlefield of life. So the first story I really wanted to share was back in December of 2017, I'd recently gotten back from my mission trip for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I was in like the Idaho area. I talked about it a couple episodes ago because I went back to visit that wonderful area of Idaho, episode eight, if you missed it. But I recently had gone back to like the actual mission trip. My family went to Maryland to see my grandma, and I brought a Book of Mormon with me because... I know it's true, and it's helped me out a lot. And with the Bible, they just provide such a clear testimony and witness to me about Christ and how he's there for us all the time, and that he suffered for us so much. And I just brought that with me just in case I could share with somebody random, you know? Maybe that cross path, that cross path, that cross road would occur, and it would, you know? And you have to get off the road a little bit to talk to that person. But sometimes it really, really matters. It really helps. If you think of like you're going through a desert, right? And you got this destination. You're going towards it. You're gun ho You're going ham. You're just 
you're going for it, you know? But it's the same story of the Good Samaritan. You see this person, maybe they're under a tree and they don't have food and you have food. Are you going to share that food? I hope you would. But it's hard to do that. It's not, it's not easy to do that. And that's what I'm trying to do. Most of the time, I'm not giving food to people. I'm giving thought food to people. I'm lifting them up. I'm just smiling. I'm just giving them a high five. I'm doing the smallest things. I've learned the smallest things can do the biggest things for them. Just knowing that somebody cares and I can't fix their problems, but I can help them feel loved. You know, I can do that. Give them a little bit of a a respite from their battle because we're all in this battle together. You know, anyway, I, I get a little off track. I hope that's okay. I really am trying to be focused. This is a topic I feel very deeply about. Anyway, so we, we just got this rest stop, right? We we're on the way to Maryland and we we're passing through Virginia. We we're at the Virginia rest stop and I just had this feeling I need to get out. I'd been playing some video games in the car and it was fun and dandy and stuff, but like, dude, there's people out there and they need help. Like my mission really opened my eyes a lot. And even before my mission, my eyes were opened a lot and there's people everywhere that need help and they just need to have a friend. That's what they need. They need a smile. They need somebody to tell them it's okay. They need somebody to tell them a couple good words of faith for them. You know, I was thinking about this a little bit today. Like the scriptures are literally like the words of God to us through the prophets, but it's like God speaking to us you know? Anyway, so I went into the rest stop and I just went in there and then I used the bathroom and everything. And then I started washing my hands and I just kind of had this feeling to keep washing my hands. And this was before the yield acronym. So I was kind of going more just trusting this feeling. So here I am washing my hands, not knowing what I'm doing. And I go to dry my hands and I get the same feeling like, dude, do not leave this bathroom, whatever you do. And I'm like, all right, so I just wait this kid walks in and he doesn't want to talk to me but then this other guy walks in and he walks in and his head's down but he has these nice shoes on so I find something and compliment him like dude nice shoes he walks shuts the bathroom stall I'm like dang I just messed up I and I was overreacting like dude I just ruined this guy's life like I just made him feel awful or whatever I don't know I was overreacting way hardcore what happened was he walked out and I was still drying my hands. He washes his hands. I got to know him a little bit. And a good question to ask when you're on the road, you meet somebody is, where are you going? That's a good question because somebody might say, I want to be this or that. Or they'll say, I'm going to Kansas. I'm going to Mississippi. He says, I'm from Rhode Island or I'm going to Rhode Island. But his English was so just struggled. It was a struggled English. He was really trying It was at this moment that I kind of felt like I should check my phone. And that's a weird feeling to have. So I checked my phone. And the second I touch my phone, 2 Nephi 2.25 in the Book of Mormon comes to mind. And long story short, I shared this scripture. Adam fell to men might be and men are that they might have joy. I shared this with Jimmy, this guy. And he was just like, wow, that's really cool. And I told him about the Book of Mormon. And you can download it on your phone all of the gospel library. It's what's called the gospel library app, the Bible and Book of Mormon and other revelations for our time. And he was really thankful. And he asked me if I had Snapchat or Instagram. And I'm like, no, I don't. But now I have Instagram. But at the time I didn't. 
And yeah, I just talked with him. I just talked with him and I ended up saying a prayer with him and just wishing him well on his journey. And he told me something that I will never forget as long as I live. He said that he had been in the United States for about a year and he had never had somebody, he had never had somebody treat him with so much kindness as I had. I cannot believe it. I'm like, surely there's been somebody, but it's so easy to look at what somebody is going through right now and be like, man, I don't want to be involved with that. And what we're really saying is, I don't want to help you. And that's, of course, not the right attitude. I don't know. Jacob 2.21 in the Book of Mormon is what comes to mind. I'm sorry I'm spying out all these Book of Mormon verses. It's helped me so much. It really has. But that verse, it says that one being is as precious in his sight as the other. So that's God. You know, well, it's a prophet, Jacob, talking about how God feels about us. And that just gives me so much joy and so much peace. That's a perfect scripture to describe my interaction with Jimmy. I hadn't really had my aha moment with that scripture that happened while I was at college a couple semesters later. So that's how I met Jimmy. We kept in touch on Facebook. I sent him pictures while we were in Washington, D.C., going to the Washington, D.C. temple and stuff. And we've stayed in touch for over a year and a half. We still talk on Facebook and stuff. And he's like, dude, I'm really glad I met you. And of course the feeling is mutual. It's a wonderful thing. So you just, you just never know. It was in the rest stop of a bathroom, the place that you're in, it really doesn't matter that much. You know, if you're listening to that good feeling, if you're listening to your conscience, the Holy ghost, the spirit of Christ, all those things, you know, if you're listening to that and if you just see the need and you talk to them, like, Oh, it's, and you get better at it. You get better at it over time. I think I should really tell you guys that I'm not perfect at reaching out to people, but I am pretty good at it. It's because I've practiced and I've failed and I've practiced and I've failed and I've prayed on my knees. Like, I'm so sorry. I did not reach out to that person. And clearly I should have. And then there's other times like, man, I'm so glad I reached out to that person. So prayer, prayer is so crucial, but the Lord will use you. The Lord will use you if you're willing, you know, he'll, he'll lift you up. Cool little thought is from hymn number 220 in the hymns that we sing at church. It's called Lord, I Would Follow Thee. And it says, uh, Savior, may I learn to love thee. Walk the path that thou hast shown. Pause to help and lift another, finding strength beyond my own. And that's, that's, that's what happens, you know, when you're kind to people. You find strength beyond your own. You find strength to continue when things are really difficult. Another quick experience I wanted to share really fast was when I was back home and I was driving home and I wanted to get something at Sonic, right? So I was like, okay, I'll get something at Sonic. Went to get a shake, strawberry banana. It's a pretty solid shake. And when the kid walked out to bring me my shake, I just had this feeling to talk to him and get to know him a little bit better. And of course he was on his shift and stuff, but I had a $20 bill. And I just decided I'd give it to him. I just said, hey, I hope this helps you with reaching your dreams and whatever. And he's like, yeah, I uh, I really want to be a pilot someday. And I'm a junior in high school and I'm working and I'm doing all these things. And I just told him like, hey, well, God's looking out for you. And I hope, you know, hope this money helps you. I got his number and so we could play basketball sometime and send him some good messages, some good texts here and there. And I don't think he remembers who I am if I were to text him again. But it made a difference, and I felt really good. I want to be able to do that, just to give money away. But 
there's a reason why you're giving the money away. It's because you care about the person and you want to help them out. So from that experience, I just say like, with these different experiences, like getting fast food or whatever, there is this conversation. They ask you how you're doing and you say good, or they're like, here's your food. And you can, there's a tiny bit of window for you to say something, make their day. You don't have to do it every time, of course, but it just really helps. And, you know, it's just, oh, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And just being aware of the surroundings then all those things, it just really shows you care instead of having a robotic response. Like, oh yeah, have a nice day. Lately, I've when I've been places where it's been a little like, like 10 o'clock, I'm like, well, you know, keep it up. You know, you're doing good. <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's a cool quote that says, encourage me and I will not forget you. I just think that's that's a wonderful thought. We all, we all have, we have such big aspirations for our lives and it's easy to forget that there's people that really do care, that really want to help, but we need to either ask them for that, for it, or we need to be in a place where we'll meet those people. I mean, like going to church, that's a perfect example. Like my bishop at the church, all my bishops, even the ones I met on my mission, all of them, they've all, even though I didn't know the ones I served with on my mission, I didn't know them very long, but they all helped me out in a certain way. It's because they're men of God, you know, and they're, they're there for a reason. I realize this episode is kind of preachy <laughs> and I don't mean for it to come off that way, but you all should know charity is amazing and it's why my life is how it is. It's because I've tried so hard in my life to develop the gift of charity and when I fall short, I really just try to bounce back. I've seen over and over again how just reaching out to somebody you can look back on those experiences with fondness. And that's such a comfort to me is to be able to just sit back and just kind of ponder and think, be like, man, that was a good time. I'm really glad that I did that. And you'll find that those moments when you reached out to those people, when you look back, you'll see that like there is somebody else helping you out with that too, maybe to say the right thing or or whatever to make a difference. Because we can't, can't do this alone you know we need need god's help to make a difference for people i know my family and especially my mom and the rest of my family have all prayed for me a lot i had some ups and downs and some bumps in the road and just my difficult moments but there's always been somebody as long as i kept walking forward in my own path there's always somebody to like kind of grab my hand or to lift me up in some way. And when it comes from a place of love, it comes from a place of concern and a wanting to help. You can really can really feel that. It's a great thing. You just uh, don't really know who's who's looking out, who's looking out for you, who wants you to do well. I wanted to share a super fast experience from somebody being kind to me on my battlefield of life. So I got to visit my cousin Clark and his wife back in April and it was really awesome to meet them and I was with my family and we had dinner together and it was such a good time and me and Clark we played Super Smash Bros pretty late and and had just had a great time talking with each other. You have to keep in mind he was on his mission and I was reading his emails and it was awesome. And then 
he got back and we spent some time together and that really helped me out a lot. And then I left for mine. I got back and he was already living somewhere else and he's going to college and all this stuff. So I didn't see him. I didn't see him for over three years. This guy who's helped me so much in my life. So we just opened up. We had this talk. And it was so, so good. And I made a little, a little podcast just for my personal self about it. And I need to go back and listen to that. It was such a good time. And I love Clark. He's so, so awesome. And he has such big goals. And he also loves people. And so he's willing to love his friends and his family and help them out with reaching their goals, which of course helps us with reaching ours. But I remember after we had this big Smash Bros. session and we were playing online and we were having a good time and giving high fives and we were doing some cool stuff. And then it was 3 a.m. And Clark's like, well, I got to get up in the morning and you got to leave in the morning, you know, for going on this journey. He's like, well, we need to go to bed, you know? He's like, well, I love you, Dallin. I was like, well, I love you too, Clark. And then he left. I went and I was saying a prayer. And the thing that was in my mind was, man, I wish Clark would say a prayer with me because that would be really cool. That's what I wanted. He comes back at 3 a.m., He looks at me, he's like, Dallin, do you want to say a prayer with me? I was like, yes, 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 I do. And we did. And I don't even remember much of what he said. Just that he was really thankful that we had a good time. And even though we stayed up pretty late, it was just to catch up and that we're really thankful we got to see each other and and everything and kind of a recommitment to the Lord. And that really touched me and was what I needed to hear. And it helped me keep going to keep going to BYU-Idaho and well, to keep driving on the way to BYU-Idaho. And that's an experience I'm looking back on and I can find, I can draw strength from it because Clark demonstrated that love of God in that moment for me. And that helps me push it forward, you know, is because I'm so blessed with so many wonderful people in my life that helped me to reach out to people. So big thing I learned from Clark that moment was just, it's not too late. It's really late in the mo- at night. Who cares if you get the feeling or if you see the need, just just pray with them. Just talk to them. Ask them how they're really doing. Tell them some of the things that you appreciate about them. I could go on and on about this topic forever. I can make a whole podcast about it. Yes, I envision love demonstrated. If you really envision love demonstrated, like what what are you going to do? Like there's no limit to that. If you really envision that love, you really see the need and you really reach out, you can pray for God's help and you can get it. That is so true. <laughs> so true. There's so many times that I've I've seen that in my life and I'll continue to see that in my life. So the three things were, it does not matter where you are. That really doesn't matter very much. Two, encourage me and I will not forget you. Just do the small little things to help somebody feel loved and it will really go a long way. And the third one, it's not too late. You know, they might still be hurting right now and you can reach out to them. So what are you going to do right now? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a letter for some people that I really care about that I think probably need those letters. And I'm going to get some homework done and get some other stuff done. Thank you guys for listening. Yield today.